0: You're tapped in to an X-Men Shortcast for the Black Queer Perspective. Ten minutes of the unapologetic, the unfiltered, and the undeniable. Join me as I race the clock with old and new friends talking mutants, mess, meaning, and much, much more. This is Immortal X of Words.
1: Um, I probably turned down Ooh, Hope Summers. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't know where with her.
0: Mm, Mero. I don't know why. That's so random. But, like, I just... Like, <laughs> you were like, fuck her specifically? I don't know why yet. She just doesn't sit with my spirit. No, she doesn't. Um. So, like, she's... I just know. Okay. I definitely
1: go if Jean asked Me, so... But that's, like, everyone knows that.
0: <laughs> branding, branding, branding.
1: <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> But not him, and not Scott Summers.
0: People are very split, but Black people are very split on the Scott Summers. Some people are like big, big, big Scott people. And I just, I personally, I I, I see where Scott Jamal Summers comes from, but Scott Summers, the actual character that we have, not the hypothetical Black character that I think we (laughs) are. Scott Summers, the character I'm not always that sold on, but he does do fun things with torches and angles. So good for him. You know, he you
1: know he's a he's a man, I and mean, he's in a space. <laughs> the way you hit that nod,
0: like, and that's the end of it. <laughs> it's fun. You no, know, I guess that is all I have to say on Scott Um yeah. So, hi everyone, welcome. This is uh, one of the first in our brand new relaunch. So, this is your first set of episodes for Immortal X of Words. We're back. We're doing it better, and this time the timers mean something. Yeah we're refocused so today let me introduce you to fresh out of the egg first time guest not only are you a first time guest but you're a first time guest in the reboot which which is basically like double new
1: All right this is my house of x <laughs> like, um... it's your moment yeah i haven't been on a book in 15 years and now i'm out of an egg <laughs> yeah.
0: okay so you can follow darius at Certified Fool. That's C E R T I F I E D F O O L underscore. Uh, say hi, Darius. Tell us who you are. Tell us everything or nothing. How mysterious do you want to be?
1: Um, well, you know, I like to keep my secrets, but um, <laughs> I'm Darius. Like you said, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Certified Fool. Um, I like to write comics and color comics. And uh, that's me.
0: Medium Mystery. I like it. Yes. I mean, that leaves you uh, with loads of curiosity. So go follow Darius and see what he means by coloring and writing. Um, yeah, you, I'm sure you're going to love it as much as I do.
1: If you go to my Twitter account, my pinned tweet is a comic I wrote. Well, writing, but yeah, with a nice black girl at the front.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. Okay, cool. So welcome, everybody. Today's question is, what do we think of the Hellfire Gala? And our X starts... No. Okay. All right. There it is. Let's talk outfits.
1: What are you thinking? What, what are you thinking? Um. Actually, like I really like the designs this year. Um. All of them actually like worked for me. I think there were too many Avengers designs. Um. <laughs> the first Hellfire Gala, like they had that whole article, the Entertainment Weekly article, um, with like Dottman's designs for like Storm yep. and Jean and all of them. Um, but then, like this year, it was like twelve variant covers of, of Avengers mm-hmm. <laughs> outfits, and it's like we're the X Men. We, um, yeah, yeah. So I do miss that kind of rollout. But I think the outfits, like for the most part, I think all of them actually like really worked, and I actually liked for the first time. I liked, I like really liked Scott's
0: the blackface. Well, yes. Oh. <laughs> that had you <laughs> that had you started. I could see that you didn't remember it until I said that and you were like oh shit. um
1: <laughs> he was only in it for a few minutes because he had to go so it's not which it's like you know like the whole outfit it was like black and red so
0: yeah I know I know like, it was meant to highlight the jewel yeah it's like a mask but I mean well let's just say there were a lot of decisions uh that could have done with a black sensitivity reader in that particular issue yeah
1: his hands were black. Too. Oh,
0: no. Not like this. Not the attention to detail. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, all right. So I, I, I agree with you. I like it. I also don't like that there were so many non-X-Men there. Like, I, I don't give a shit about what Kingpin is doing generally ever. And yeah. I don't want to see what Kingpin looks like.
1: Oh, I did like, um, so I actually, because I'm a really big a Mary fan.
0: Why? You said Why?
1: Yeah. Because I love Oh, my God.
0: I love her. What is, she, what, is she, what does she do successfully? Quickly? Everything. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... As, as somebody has all, all, almost no background on Typhoid Mary, I know that she's got split personalities, and I know that she has yeah. some sort of power. I'm not sure what um, it is.
1: She has telekinesis, telepathy, which because I love psychics. Um, but she has okay. telekinesis, telepathy, and... Yeah pyrokinesis.
0: Nice, nice spread.
1: Yeah, she's a fun, she's a fun girl. Okay. And I liked actually like seeing her in my X-Books. And when like King Finn was there, I was like, this is, you know, a necessary evil.
0: The last time I saw her, she was in Daredevil. Um, yeah. But I hadn't really seen her in X-Books. But okay, I'll keep an eye on her for her. Um, I like the outfits as well. I think my highlights were probably Psylocke and Jean. Jean's outfit came around on me. When I first saw it, I was like, mm, but the boots with the gradient... And the little, the green helmet, the sequined, the sequined green melon rind helmet
1: like grew on that, me. That top with them shoulders. One thing about Jean Grey, she loves a shoulder. Everything she does has a shoulder.
0: That one did it. And Listen. you know what? It wasn't until I saw this, Um, I just saw, even today, I saw a cover with Jean on it where she's controlling loads of like uh, the Krakow and plants. Mm. And it was the first time that, the um the headpiece looked like an enlarged cerebellum and I got like the camp joke of it. I was like, oh, like big brain. Yeah. <laughs> and so, no, it was good. Those, that one sat with me. Um, Psylocke's outfit also was... that. outfit was really good. I liked it. The yeah. mask is nice. So now let's talk about the story. That was just the outfits. We know also that an X-Men team got revealed and then got immediately killed. So tell us what you think. Like it was like, oh my
1: god, like they're dead, but I thought it was cinema. Um I at first I was like reading it and I was like, Oh, I, I wish we got to see more of the Hellfire Gala, like before this happened. And then it like dawned yeah. on me that like, oh well like I'm sure they probably wish they got to see more of the Hellfire Gala before like it happened. Um so it's like it's just kinda dawned on me that like the way it happened, but like reflective of like what's actually happening at the gala, like one minute yeah. he's just having a good time, the next minute Nimrod is just like, boom, he's there. Um, yeah. I think the Gala really kind of solidified Orcus like as a threat. Yes, exa- exactly. I think so, I agree. Funny enough, a lot of the Orcus stuff is like being developed in other books. Cause I read Red Goblin and Fae Long was in there. Really? Yeah, so he was like talking about his plan um, It doesn't stop at the X-Men. Like, they're going to get the Avengers out of here. They're going to get anybody with superpowers, like, out of here. Like, he wants everybody gone. And it's like, I wouldn't have known about that if I wasn't reading Red Goblin.
0: So, it was a good transition for me from Cold War to Hot War. Yeah, like, it's like, oh. Yeah, exactly. Everything's just been building really subtly. And in my view, this was Orcus's first Hellfire Gala. Yeah. Because... They they specifically chose an event where they knew mutants would be at their pinnacle or asking for the eyes of the world. So mm. it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a practical functional defeat, it was a symbolic defeat. They needed to defeat you at your zenith, at your cell it's like someone shooting up your birthday. Yeah. As much as I think that the Hellfire Gala and Nimrod's attack and Orcus's attack was like a necessary story beat. Like mm-hmm. it had to happen. Because like even now when we're talking about like Kingpin, for example, I hate the fact that Kingpin is at the fucking gala. Why the fuck is he there? It diluted so much that I wasn't really looking forward to the Hellfire Galas anymore like I was in that first yeah. year. So when it when it crashed, I was like, mm, oh well. But I was like, why did why did you need to kill all the niggas to do that? Like <laughs> Well some of them left. Sink. He's there. The only person who survived the attack on the most diverse X team to date was the straight White, human. Juggernaut. Yeah. He was, he was the only one to survive. Yeah. And like, so I'm deeply looking at what comes next. But for now, I'm buying it. I'm holding, I'm trusting the story. Where Where do you sit with it?
1: Um. So it didn't bother me as much. Like, I get it. But like, it didn't really affect me in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did kind of suck that like, you know, Jubilee and Prodigy and Frenzy, like people you would never really see on an X Men team. Like daz well, what has been on X Men teams, but you know what I mean. Like it's just like this is a team that you normally would not see. And that was so jarring. It was that like you had that team for one page. I feel like they're gonna bring those characters back for something.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and one thing, because one thing I've noticed anyway is that all of the people who were in the X Men vote who don't win it. Mm-hmm. do get brought back for, like, something else. Like, when yeah. um, Firestar won the vote and everyone was like, oh, like, it should have been Monet. And Duggan was like, you know, he was like, it's fine. Like, I have plans for the people who didn't get it. And, you know, like, now Monet was throughout, you know, his X-Men book and is in the Avengers or Uncanny Avengers team yes. um, now. So I think that, like, those characters are going to come back and be a part of something. I don't know what, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be a part of something because you can't just you can't just kill them off and then like they just go back to obscurity.
0: Um, so yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we're there because it feels like it feels like we're kind of in the same place and took different routes to get there. I want to see now I want to see mutants be just as bloody to humans again. Yeah, like don't don't just save that level of gore for that team. Do you know what I mean? Now and yeah. Kitty Pride, Kitty Pride came fast out the gate. <laughs> when she grabbed the man's garment and she drew the garment into his windpipe she was mad (laughs) she was mad
1: and I get it and I (laughs) I think the thing I like about the story is that it's like it painted it like what Kitty did like it painted it as like necessary
0: yes um,
1: but it wasn't something that was like inherently good for her to do so like she's still torn about like the fact because like killing somebody is not easy (laughs) Um, well I mean I'm sure it's not I've never done it so I don't <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I you, you had to know. keep it for a second
0: <laughs> you were like there is so much cleanup. you would not believe the way it can ruin a card of it
1: um, but you know on the on the mental I'm sure I'm, I'm yeah. first issue after the Hellfire Gala like used Kitty which is somebody who is just you know not that person as mm. the vehicle to kind of show you where we're at now, like, we're in those trenches, like, and the fact that she doesn't want to talk about it afterwards, she just wants to keep, she's, like, just barrel-focused, like, death.
0: <laughs> and it's trauma, it's trauma. Like, she seems like she's got, she seems like she's got PTSD, like, she's withdrawn, yeah. she's violent, like, it's, it, it really is very, yeah, you're right, it's very um evocative. I feel, I feel it with her. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: what mm-hmm. makes it different than, like, other kind of genocidal attacks from the past is that yeah. it used to be like, there's sentinels, or then there's this virus, or then there's this cure. But like yes. at the Terrifier Gala, it's like, oh, here's like all five of these things at once. Um, yes. Not to mention that we now have an entire nation. We have this island, Araco that's up, and we have resurrection and all of that. And so seeing all of that end, I think is a lot different than past attacks that they've encountered. Because I think Jean is like an Xavier. <clears throat> She's like Xavier Jr. in a way. Um, mm-hmm. and oh, definitely, at, definitely. At the gala, she was like, everyone is fine. I have you. You're safe. Like, those are the first words she heard when she got to Cocoa, where like, no one's going to die anymore. But it's like, it, it. everyone was getting pushed to like their limits. Like, Jean was about to rewrite the minds of everyone on the planet, just to yeah. end it all. Just to be like, there's no more mutant hate. Actually, these books are over. They're done. <laughs> um, and so I think it's like everyone's being pushed to like things that they wouldn't normally do in this situation because Orchest just has everything, and they have Moira who knows all of the mutant secrets. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Kitty's like the only secret they have now. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, I just don't know where those mutants are. Who went through the gates? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know, Tom. We don't know. I'm like, I don't. It seems like they actually did go to a racco, though, because Woofer is on a racco. But <laughs> name,
0: I, is- Woofer has Woofa has become like uh, I don't I don't know where he came from, but okay, he's my that's my that's my fave now.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> pulled him off the streets in that one issue, and I was like, you can't get him, and he's on a and He's an
0: X man. good for him. Truly, I'm gonna wrap us up. It, it sneaks up on you, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thank you, Darius, for being here. It's been a pleasure to talk to you uh, and, and, and meet you. Uh, thank you, everybody who's listening. It's been a pleasure to see you here too. Uh, I've been Ashley, and I've been Darius,
1: and this is Extra of Words. Yes,
0: you nailed that. Considering I forgot to tell you, impeccable. <laughs>